back to another episode of the Insta 99 podcast where we've got 99 cards because Commander is number one. I am your Necromancer with all the answers, Necrozek, joined by my good buddies, Dan and Salty. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? Oh, pretty good. It's finally not snowing, so <laughs> quite happy about that. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Um, it hasn't snowed in quite a while here, so that's pretty cool. How are you doing, Dan? I'm doing pretty good. I kicking myself i keep saying oh, i'm not buying the product this set sucks and then there i am buying the product and building decks so and i i thought we uh i thought we explained that to you last week didn't we do a didn't we do a um talk here and slothy and i determined that the set was good we outvoted you yeah i don't know i didn't really like much of this stuff and i didn't even <laughs> i didn't pre-order any of the commander decks and then I went to the store and I was like, well, I'll buy a box. And they're like, hey, the commander decks are. And I was like, all right, you've got me. You got me. So I bought them. I'm in the middle of tearing them all apart, making decks. I just, I still can't think of anything interesting to do with the uh, Bant deck. So I'm probably just going to like put sleeves on it and maybe like do a giveaway with it or something. I don't know. Someone might get a Bant that's not, deck. That's not a horrible idea. I, uh, I was just telling the guys that I picked up the Grixis commander deck. Um, yesterday which is kind of a big deal because i haven't really been buying magic product um i if you guys follow me on instagram you probably know that i've been very deep in the Yu-Gi-Oh world so this is the first time i was buying standard size cards in quite a while <laughs> so it was kind of different but i was really happy with the uh, grixis commander deck i can't wait to for my lgs to start getting singles in so i can start picking up stuff from the new set and upgrade it i I said that I wasn't going to build a bunch from the set, and then I, it's the same thing. I said I wasn't going to build a Beamtown Bullies. I was like, that's I don't even know why someone would build a deck like that. And then here I am building a deck like that. Well, I told you why I would build that deck. So that deck that that deck tech for me is coming. Know that. Know that. It's on the pipeline. A group hug one? Yes, very much an actual group hug, not a Dan group hug, guys. Don't worry. That's fair. That's fair. That's, uh, um, there there's, there so, were some really cool ones in that, like... uh. Going over the spoilers last week was actually pretty nice. I was able to see a lot of cards that I had missed. Like, uh, I really liked a lot of the uncommon legends, to be honest. Like the that mm-hmm. Esper one, the Quasar. Whenever you draw life, uh, draw yes. opponent yeah. gains and loses. I'm I'm really excited to build that one up. And yeah, th- there's lots lots that I've been working on. So it's been fun. My <laughs> my table's a mess. You know my love for attrition. So like that was the first time I got to see that card, and I'm very excited about that one. Do I need more than one Esper deck? No, but am I going to probably build more than one Esper deck? Yes. Oh, and I'm also up in a problem building my third Jedmir deck. Oh my gosh. Yeah, three sleeved up Jedmir decks now. It's I, I really, really like that card. And the artwork, like especially in the foil and stuff, I was able to pull a foil one. It just looks so mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> Dan, you have yeah. a problem. I pulled a foil one, and then I pulled two more foil ones out of binders from stores. Oh my goodness, have you guys, like, we're tangenting, but I promise it's coming to an end. But have you guys actually got to see the um, the Gilded, is that what they're referred to as? Oh, the gilded beautiful foil? foils, yeah. It's amazing this treatment. Is some of the, yeah, this, they're phenomenal. Like, I want to get a Xander one so bad. Yeah, Xander's yeah. Uh, very good. Oh yeah, that deck list is also coming. Yeah, the uh, um, Xander seems seems pretty strong. The... One I think I'm like the most excited for is like I said that Quasa one, and then also the what is the name of it? Giada, that angel. I saw that angel mm-hmm. and actually read what it did on the uh, last episode, and I just I loved it. I I fell in love with it. I even pulled the uh, you know box topper Avison. Mm-hmm. I pulled that from another deck to put into this one. I'm gonna try. I, I generally don't really foil decks out very often, but I think having like a nice mono white foil shiny angels deck would be nice. Like it, it can't be. It's mono white angels and it can't be competitive, like even even full of like mana crypts and mana vaults and stuff. It, it's just going to be a fun, casual mono white deck. Sure. Sounds good. Yeah. Full of beaters. But anyways, like Zach said, we are tangenting. We have a deck list for you guys today. Yes. Um, yeah. This is a slothy deck, which I'm super pumped about because slothy builds in a more I feel in comparison to our deck styles. When we build Slothy, I think you build a little bit more competitively than I do. So I always feel like I learn something different from you whenever we go over your deck list. Yeah, I, I, I do try to have a bit more of that high power goodness, not to the not to the mean, oppressive extent that uh, certain somebody that won't be named here likes to build when he's doing group hug. But <laughs> my group my group hug decks are fun and balanced. 
Uh, so before we get into Salty's deck, let's go ahead and do a little bit of house cleaning. As always, uh, if you're listening to this, then there's no reason why you shouldn't go give us like a five-star rating, right? You're enjoying it. We're enjoying you listening. Just uh, continue up the the good positive vibes and give us a five-star rating. And if you actually like what you're hearing, go ahead and comment and like let us know what you're liking. Because anytime you guys actually comment on the episode, whether it be on Spotify or Apple or wherever, it helps us tremendously because it gets us more visibility. So if you agree with us, you don't agree with us, please feel free to scream at me in the comments because I actually read those and care about those things. And um, if you find any cards on here that you're like, man, that's just a little bit out of my budget, you can always go to abyssproxyshop.com, use our promo code IT99, and uh, you'll be able to get that card much cheaper as a proxy version as opposed to a normal Wizards product version, which, let's be honest, they'll probably come out straight as opposed to Curl. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> oh, man, my new Commander foils are curled. Yes, sir. Curls I had a little bit, yeah. Got to throw a little bit of salt there because we're still not, we still haven't addressed this and it still hasn't been fixed and it's been forever now. But uh, Salty, who are, we, who are you brewing and uh, what are we doing? So the deck that I, I brewed for this is Arkham Dagson, uh, three and a blue for a 2-2 legendary creature human artificer. Uh, you can tap it to uh, target artifacts, creatures, controller sacrifices it, then that player may search their library for a non-creature artifact, put it onto the battlefield, and then shuffle. And I wanted to do Doomsday. So... Kind of the, the big goal of this deck is a lot of the the ramp in this one, a lot of the the creatures are artifact creatures that you can just immediately sacrifice with Arkham to try to get a uh, Mirror of Fate, which I'll get into later, but very fun through my playtesting. It seems yeah. like you don't really see Arkham very much. Like, I know he was just reprinted, which is finally nice, mm-hmm. but it's it's definitely not a commander... Like, I, I run Arkham in a few decks that are artifact-based, but just I've, I've never actually seen a list of it. So I'm excited to see what you've gone over with it and, and put into this one, because it seems like a really fun concept to be able to just throw it out. And you can get rid of other people's stuff, too, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I was going to say something similar to what you said, Dan. Um, I think the big thing was before the reprint on this guy, he was a very expensive card because I think it was only, he was a rare and cold snap, I want to say. Something like that, uh, something old. I, I yeah. know I have a few in yeah. like in binders. And... We'll be right back. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The way, the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out The Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. Um, so, yeah, once this, this was a really good reprint. God, Wizards has done some things, right? So I shouldn't be so pissy about um, foils. But I, I do have to say, I love the Legend frame. I really, really like the Legend mm-hmm. frame that they put onto cards. I think it yeah. looks so much nicer than the old ones for sure. Yeah, but yeah, this this already just looking over it, I didn't want to spoil too much for myself, Salty, but already looking over it, this deck seems like it's super powerful and super sweet. Um, so where would you like to start so we can get into it? Um, let's start off with um, let's start off with the enchantment. Um, so we got just one Thopter Spy Network, two double blue for an enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you control an artifact, create a 1-1 one, one colorless Thopter artifact creature token with fly. And whenever one or more artifact creatures you control deal combat damage to a player, draw a card. So an easy way to get, yeah, like swing in, get your draw, then sack it off. Exactly. I like it. I like sacking things. Um, speaking of card draw... Uh, go over to the card draw here. Yeah. Uh, my favorite card in Magic, I think. Blue Sun Zenith. Uh, X triple blue target player draws X card, shuffle it into its owner's library. I love it. It saved me from killing myself when I'm overdrawn. It's really, really fun to hit other people when I've got infinite mana with, and I just like to draw cards, so it's a great card for me, too. I love Blue Sun Zenith. I, I put it in every mm-hmm. deck I can. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that card actually is um, an alternate win con in this deck. Is it for is it for reshuffling in like that? 
Yeah, that, and you can just use it with um, spoilers. If you hit some mana. Yeah. yeah. Fair. <laughs> yeah. There, there are ways of creating infinite colored mana in this deck. You dirty, dirty person. Uh, next on the list, we have Brainstorm. One blue for an instant. You draw three, and you, you put the two cards from your hand on top of your library in any order. I like that. Yeah. Uh, then we've got Consider. One blue. Uh, look at the top card of your library. You may put that card into your graveyard and then draw a card. See, I like that one more, though. Oh, yeah. Personal preference. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like Surveil. Yeah, it's, it's a great mechanic. You run Dig Through Time. I never put Dig Through Time in any decks. I, I don't like getting rid of my cards. Mm. Um, it, dig Through Time has got such a big cost, so it's very fun to actually reduce it down to two. But like I said, I just never run it. Uh, six and double blue. It has Delve, so you can exile a card from your graveyard while casting it to reduce it by one. Uh, each card you exile. So really, you can get it off for two. And let's look at the top seven cards of the library. Two of them in your hand and the rest in the bottom in any order. Yeah. Mm. It's solid. Mm-hmm. Next we have Fran. Sorry. Um, I was just saying, like, with, with that card, um, it does exactly what this deck wants to do. That's the only reason it's in here. I also think it's... Is it because it Fate Seals? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> fate Sealing for a term, by the way, for anyone who's unaware with it, because it's an old person term in Magic, is uh, <laughs> it's putting things to the bottom of someone's deck. I love Fate yeah. Sealing people's cards. That and Delve is uh, very powerful mechanic with what i'm trying to do with this deck i guess yeah i guess if you're you did say at the beginning you're trying to get rid of your whole library and doomsday so i feel like mm -hmm. i feel like losing the graveyard is not a big deal to you no not in the least <laughs> uh, sounds blasphemous to me i was, I was gonna say that's uh sounds anti-zach there but... <laughs> very much so <laughs> don't bajuka bog me guys <laughs> next we have frantic search uh it's two and a blue for an instant you draw two cards you discard two cards and untap up to three lands i like that card a lot yeah next up is a uh, gataxian probe um phyraxian blue so you can pay with either blue mana or two life look at target player's hand and draw a card i love that card it's so good two life in yeah. commander is nothing no mm -hmm. This is also a very fun card, too. Gosh, I use it in a lot of decks. Uh, four and a blue. Instant, you can return two islands you control the owner's hand rather than pay its cost, and you draw two cards. I really, really like its alternate cost. I don't think I've yeah. ever actually cost cast it for its five mana. And it's just fun art, too. Yeah. I always like talking about the art. <laughs> <laughs> You've also got Preordain, another one that I like. Uh, one blue sorcery scry two draw card. So yeah. A lot of good solid one draw cards in here. Yeah, you're going fast. I like that, too. Um, next, we have Treasure Cruise. It's seven and a blue for a sorcery. You can delve, and then you can draw three cards. Also, you don't care to delve. Nope. I want to I wanna exile stuff. <laughs> Blasphemy. <laughs> uh, the last one in this section is Windfall, two and a blue for a sorcery. Each player discards their hand, then draws cards equal to the greatest number of cards a player discarded this way. Love this card. Love it so much. Yeah, it even looking at the artwork, it was meant to be used with Hole Breacher, and I think everyone here knows that. Absolutely. <laughs> what is a Hole Breacher? Hole Breacher did nothing wrong. Yeah. I'm unfamiliar with the the card Hole Breacher. Um, with how salty I get at so many cards, by the way, I I just wasn't bothered by Hole Breacher. I was like, boohoo! I don't no. get a draw. I, Same with Leovold. Unban Leovold. Leovold is fun. Yeah, Leovold yeah. did nothing wrong. That one I will stand behind. I was actually talking about that with my girlfriend last night, um, about how Hullbreacher is just not a problem. Yeah, I don't think so. It's got no inherent protection. You might get wheeled yeah. and not draw cards, but mm. have you played against a Turgrid deck? That's Yeah. Like, Turgrid is significantly more of a problem than Hullbreacher ever was. I, I love yeah. Turgrid, but, like, I have literally have never had fun sitting on the other side of anyone who has Turgrid no. on the table. No, and honestly, like, if... if if Hull Breacher had, like, Hexproof or Indestructible or something like that, a little bit more understandable, but as it sat with Flash, no. Yeah, it has no built-in protection. It's just a creature, and anyone yeah. can remove the creature, or, again, you just don't draw and someone gets some treasure tokens, but, like, meh. Yeah. Meh, everything gives treasure tokens. I love treasure tokens so much. I need a Rebel and Riches, by the way. I need it yeah. so bad. Same. My, uh... 
interrupting your deck list. My my group hug <laughs> one is not going to be the Beamtown Bullies. It's going to be that Vasri one that puts treasure tokens into play under opponent's control. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you have to put a Revel in Riches. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> All right. Uh, where are we moving on to, Salty? Uh, let's let's go to the sorceries next. Um, there's four of them. Uh, Argivian Restoration to double blue. Return target artifact card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Solid. There's some of some of the artifacts in here are going to be targets for removal and. It also has the utility of being able to bring something back to just sacrifice it again with Arkham Dex and, and search up another artifact. I, I do love the next one to reshape X double blue. As an additional cost to cast it, you sack an artifact, search your library for an artifact with CMC X or less, go on the battlefield, then shuffle your library. I really, really like it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with the art, but it's sick. Yeah. <laughs> Um, next we have Solve the Equation. It's two and a blue for a sorcery. You can search your library for an instant or sorcery card, reveal it, put it in your hand, and shuffle. Also, sick artwork. Yeah, I, I really like the background. That's killer. Mm-hmm. Jinkataxis is like super, super tall, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he must be far away. Super weird. Awesome. Well, he slouches lots too. And then, yeah. then you also have Whelming Wave, and I really like this. It's two double blue, return all creatures to their owner's hand except for Krakens, Leviathans, octopuses and serpents is the plural of our octopuses octopuses i thought it's octopi maybe i don't know mm, that's quality cool. control wizards is it octopi or octopuses octopi sounds reasonable yeah i feel goofy saying oh. octopuses octopi is the oldest plural form of octopus um it, the correct plural form would logically be octopods octopods uh. Yeah, O C T O P. I need to make an octopus yeah. deck and call it "Welcome to the Octopod." <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, octopuses is another plural, though. There's just there's a lot of them. I don't like it. <laughs> they have as many plurals as they have arms. <laughs> don't right, love ca- English. <laughs> All right, Captain Salty, where is the ship going next? Uh, let's move over to Mana Acceleration. Mm. I want to um, take this top one. He's sweet. Yeah. I now understand. Uh, we have, yes. <laughs> we have Grand Architect. One double blue for a 1-3 uh, Badalkin Artificer. Other blue creatures you control get plus one, plus one. You can pay a blue target artifact becomes blue until end of turn. You can tap an untapped blue creature you control, add double colorless, and then spend this mana only to cast artifacts, spells, or activate abilities of artifacts. I I simply must jump ahead in the list to where it goes. I I, I knew was, it was there. I was yeah, I knew it was there the moment I saw that card. It's Pillapala. Uh two mana artifact. It's a scarecrow, one one with flying, and it has two and an untap. You add one mana of any color to your mana pool. So with Grand Architect, once both are on the board, with one blue mana, you tap an untap blue creature, you tap Pillapala, get two mana, untap Pillapala, add one blue mana, repeat infinity until you have all of the mana in the world. Yep. Yes. One of my favorite infinite generators. Yeah. And um, any color too, but not matter not matters in this deck, yeah. but very fun. No. You're not gonna be making it green. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes Vincent calls purple. Yeah, fair enough. Technic technically <laughs> there is nothing saying you can't call purple. It does say yeah. any color. <laughs> <laughs> um oh. we hop him back up to Guardian Idol. Yeah. Well, I'll go ahead and read it since I named it. Uh, Guardian Idol, two colorless for an artifact. It enters the battlefield tapped. You can tap it to add a colorless. You can pay two, and it becomes a 2-2 golem artifact creature until end of turn. A solid ramp and something to sacrifice later on when you need it. Yeah. Um, Next up, we've got Hedron Color, uh, two uh, generic for a 0-1 artifact creature construct. You can tap it to add colorless to your mana pool. Super solid. Yeah. You don't really see this card played very often. We've got Mannequin. It's two mana. You add one colorless mana to your pool and play it only as a mana source. One one artifact creature. It's probably because people don't know what's going on in the art. That's a weird looking artwork for sure. He's just giving somebody a head. It's like it's like he's made of springs, and that one that one arm has been unsprung. I uh, I do love the flavor text because it talks about one of my favorite characters, 
Tanner regarded Squee sternly because it's not a toy no matter how much it may look like one, she said, taking a mannequin from him. It's very Squee-ass because it's going right to the grave when you don't need it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then next up, we got Ornithopter of Paradise. Two for a 0-2 artifact creature Thopter with flying. And tap it to add one mana of any color. Love that card. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say I love Ornithopter of Paradise. I think it was such a... It's a common, right? Yeah, it's such a good... Yeah. Such a good rarity for budget players and for just anything that doesn't have green in it and needs to accelerate. Absolutely. Or any deck that only plays creatures. Yeah, true. Palladium Mirror is also another great mana mana rock creature. Uh, it's three mana for a 2-2 two, two mirror. Taps to add two mana. Mm-hmm. Um, we're skipping Pillow Palette because we already talked about it. Next we have Silver Mirror. It's two for a 1-1 one, one mirror, and you can tap it to add a blue. Yeah. And then we got... What's that? Uh, it looks like a knight. Like that should be a knight. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Sorry, I'm on. I'm on art today. My bad. <laughs> um. Then we got Solry. Ended off where every commander deck should. Absolutely. It's very rare something shouldn't have a soul ring. Yeah. There's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there are very few decks that don't require soul ring. Sometimes I take it as a personal mission. Like if I'm playing a green deck, I try not to play a soul ring. I don't put it in my, uh, like, the, you know, four-color Omnoth? Omnoth mm-hmm. from the heavens? I, uh, I I don't, I've got, like, three of those put together, too. I have a problem, for sure. You do have a problem. It's a landfall deck. That's it, why. Every time I keep talking about, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've got three of that deck. I'm like, I got a real problem. I have five Kenrith decks. I'm a monster. But, um, yeah, no, it's uh just because he's the four mana, and like you said, it's, it, my whole deck is built on land ramp. I just don't really need that soul ring in it mm-hmm. a lot of time it's wasted mana for me on my early turns so yeah hmm, i don't know it's probably it's probably good in the deck but literally the whole deck is just ramp nothing else only ramp you've got a lot of good instants here do you want to go over those ones absolutely i uh i love this one it's one of my favorite hose the table ones aetherize three and a blue for uh instant return all attacking creatures to their owner's hand I love taunting people yeah. into attacking me and then putting their creatures back. Um, I Like I said, I've been talking about art, so there's no way I can skip this one. It's Blink of an Eye. <laughs> it's one in a yeah. blue for an instant as kicker, one in a blue. You return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand if the spell was kicked to draw a card. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there are eyes all over this minotaur. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, next up, we've got Counterspell. Uh, double blue to counter target spell. I like it. Dispel yeah. as well. One blue to counter target instant. Yeah. Uh, then there's foil. Uh, two double blue for an instant. You may discard an island card and another card rather than pay the spell's mana cost to counter target spell. Man, Popper got a lot of love from double masters. Yeah. I uh, I love these flip lands. I think that they like are so good utility wise. I really hope they do some more of them. They're from the mm-hmm. uh, Zendikar. It's Jewari Disruption, one in a blue for an instant. Counter-target spell unless its controller pays one. The back is Jewari Runes, enters tapped, adds a blue. So it's it's great for, like you said, the protection, but also just if, if you've got it, then you've got an extra land, because I noticed your lands are pretty light. Yep. Excuse me, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Bless you, Zach. <laughs> I tried to get away from... I'm so sorry, guys. I tried to get away from the mic, and I just couldn't do it. It's all good. Um, I'm not editing it, so... <laughs> we, we, we also have Negate... Uh, one of the blue, it's another instant counter-target non-creature spell. Slothy's really not letting people play spells here. No. No, there's no. There's, a, there's a couple spells in this deck that people aren't going to want to let resolve, so... Protect the win con, I get it. Exactly. Next we have Pongify, one blue for an instant. Destroy target creature, can't be regenerated. Its controller creates a 3-3 green ape creature token. Love it. Yeah. Uh, then there's Saw It Coming, uh, one double blue. Uh, counter target spell and it's got foretell for one in a blue. I like that. I uh, I'm shocked you don't have the new one uh an offer you can't refuse counter spell. I really like that one. Yeah. Give them treasure tokens to counter their spell. I love it. But he does have stoic rebuttal. Stoic rebuttal is very blue. good, yeah, with the metalcraft. Mm-hmm. One double blue. One... Yeah, you go ahead. Oh. You go, Zach. No, it's too late. You've already you've embarrassed me. Stoic rebuttal, one double blue. Um, Metalcraft, it costs one less to cast if you control three or more artifacts and you counter-target spell. I demand satisfaction, Dan. 
I uh, I do really like this artwork on this one too. As we're talking about mm-hmm. the art more today, yeah, reminds me yeah. very much of your speaking of your Yu Gi Oh the Mirror Force. Yeah, right. <laughs> Only it's not reflecting. No one plays Mirror Force anymore. It's very random. I'm too old. I, that's what I would be playing. Magic Cylinder's a thing, though. Go figure. Um, moving on, we have Unwind, two and a blue for an instant. Counter target non-creature spell, untap up to three lands. Dan loves this one. Mm-hmm. I also love the flavor text yeah. on it, too. Problem's only a problem if you don't have the tools to correct it. Love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the final instant is Word of Invention X, triple blue. Uh, it's got Improvise, so your artifacts can help cast a spell. Each artifact you tap after you're done activating mana abilities pays for one. Uh, search library for an artifact card with mana value X or less, put it onto the battlefield, and then shuffle your library. And so, fun fun little walk down memory lane for me. I took a break from Magic for a little while, and when I came back, um, the whole um, improvised mechanic was shown to me first, and I thought it was the absolute most broken thing ever. I still think it's very strong. I don't think it's broken anymore. But God, improvise is such a cool mechanic. I really want to see that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Artifact Convoke so good. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew Convoke was really good, so why not put it on Artifacts? Let's do your Planeswalkers. Yeah. You you obviously have Lab Jace. Uh, Jace Wielder of Absolutely. Mysteries, one triple blue. Uh, if you would draw while you have no cards in your library, you win. Obviously, you're trying to get rid of your library. That's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus one target player puts the top two cards of their library in the graveyard, draw a card. Minus eight, draw seven. Then if you have no cards in it, you win the game. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, then we've got uh, Narset Parter of Veils. I, this is one of my favorite cards. Uh, one double blue for a five mana Narset. Uh, each opponent can't draw more than one card each turn. Uh, minus two, look at the top four cards of your library. You may reveal a non-creature, non-land card from among them, put it into your hand, put the rest of the bottom of your library in a random order. Yeah, solid card. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about creatures bef- uh, before we get too far away, because I there's some over here I keep looking at that I'm like wanting to talk about. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm going to take the top one because I actually really like this card and I use it a lot. It's Crashing Drawbridge. It's two for an artifact creature wall, zero four with Defender. You can tap it and creatures you control gain haste until end of turn. Um, having a colorless creature to give your creatures haste is actually really, really powerful. Even though it's a little slow, it's still very good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, next up, we've got Emery Lurker of the Lock. One in a blue for a one two legendary creature Merfolk Wizard. This spell costs one less to cast for each artifact you control. Uh, when Emery Lurker of Lock enters the battlefield, put the top four cards of your library into your graveyard, and you can tap it to choose target artifact in your graveyard. You may cast it this turn. So, question, Salty. Um, yeah. Do you always play Arkham Daxon as your commander, or do you ever switch between the two? Uh, so far, I've only played Arkham. Okay. Um, just because it does... Because there's no real tutors in the deck other than the couple where you can search your library for an artifact. Sure. I was just curious. I have a friend at the LGS that has an Emery deck that's similar, not exact. So I was just curious. Ah, Emery's um, such a cool card. I uh, that was one of Connor's like fast competitive decks. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, Emery Emery does work and kind of makes it. It doesn't really matter if you get countered if you're playing Emery as your commander because you're just like I will go ahead and just cast the win con again. Yeah. <laughs> Let me replay. Yeah, I'll destroy it. It's crazy you said that. Let me go ahead and do it again. <laughs> it's like Carador. I love it. Yeah. I, I I really like the blue recursion from the grave. Emery's super cool. The next one, obviously, mm-hmm. also good in a deck like this. Ethereum Sculptor, one and a blue. Uh, Vidalcan Artificer, one, two. And your artifact spells are one less. Yeah. Oh, the next one's mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the next one is uh, Fate Spinner. One double blue for a one-two human wizard. At the beginning of each opponent's upkeep, that player chooses draw step, main phase, or combat phase. The player skips each instant of the chosen step or phase this turn. That's ridiculous. I knew what this card does, but it's ridiculous. All right, I'm going to read this one because it feels fair. It's Gleaming Barrier. It's two for another wall. It's an artifact creature, zero four with Defender. And when it dies, you create a treasure token. Solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. We have Lab Maniac for the same reason we have Lab Jace, two and a blue. If you draw a card while your library has no cards in it, you win the game. 2-2 two, two Wizard. Yeah. Oh, the opposite uh, of nice. <laughs> uh, next up is a Lodestone Golem. Uh, four for a 5-3 artifact creature golem. Non-artifact spells cost one more to cast. That's mean. That's good to slow things down for sure. 
Yeah. I love this artwork as well. I'm like, I just, I've always loved it. It's a very, very cool card. And again, another really, really good reprint brought the price down. Master Transmuter. Three and a blue for an artifact creature, human artificer, one, two. You do one blue and a tap, return an artifact you control to its owner's hand. You may put an artifact from your hand onto the battlefield. I, I just love getting something like an ornithopter back to hand to go drop down like a dark steel forge. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. It's such a good card and it's drawn so well. Yeah, Chippy doesn't do enough artwork anymore. Um next we have Mirror Retriever, another card that I actually really like. It's two for a artifact creature mirror one one. When it dies, return another target artifact card from your graveyard to your hand. This card does so much work in so many different decks and is so innocuous. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Um Next one, I feel like it's kind of an auto-include in a deck like this, Ornithopter. Zero yeah. mana for zero two artifact creature Thopter with fly. Oh, Ornithopter. I like this one too, Psy, Master Thopterist. Two and a blue, human artificer, one four. Whenever you cast an artifact, you get a one one colorless Thopter artifact creature with flying. One and a blue, sack two artifacts, draw a card. That's everything you want. Like, it gives you a draw engine. It creates artifacts for you that you can sacrifice. Like, it's a great card in this deck. Yeah. Next one's a, another weird art that I'm taking because I like it. It's Spellskite. It's two for an artifact creature horror, zero four. You can pay one Phyrexian blue, so you can either pay a blue or two life. Change a target of target spell or ability to Spellskite. Wild card. Such a wild yep. card. Um, next up is Fast's uh, Oracle. One three uh, Merfolk Wizard for double blue. When Thassa's Oracle enters the battlefield, look at the top X cards of your library, where X is your devotion to blue. Put up to one of them on top of your library, the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. If X is greater than or equal to the number of cards in your library, you win the game. Yeah. Nice. I love Thassa's yeah. Oracle. Absolutely. Especially with the trigger on the stack. I like it. <laughs> yep. Can't, uh, can't just destroy it, but we can't have Hole Breacher. Bring it back. Uh, we've got Tribute yeah. Mage. Two and a blue for a 2-2 two -two wizard. Human Wizard, uh, when it enters the battlefield, you can search your library for an artifact with CMC 2, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle. I assume that you're fetching Pillapala? Yeah. Usually, um, there's there's one other that we'll get into that uh, will also be a target, kind of depending on where things are, but it's usually Pillapala, yeah. Uh, and the final creature you have in your list here is Workshop Assistant. It's 3 for an artifact creature construct, 1-2. When it dies, you return another target artifact card from your graveyard to your hand. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. Um, do you want to go to your exile segment or your artifact segment? Um, let's do artifacts then jump into lands because there's a couple of those. If that works for you guys, yeah, I'm taking this top one. It's such a yeah. cool card. Um, this is the other one that you'll search for with tribute mage. It's liquid metal torque. It's two for an artifact. You can tap it to add a colorless, and then you can tap it and target non-land permanent becomes an artifact in addition to its other types until end of turn. It's a very good card. It's, it's yeah. so cool. It does so many, like, it makes so many things possible. Like, not just, I guess, kind of degenerate things for sure, but it also just makes a lot of silly interactions happen that probably shouldn't be able to happen. Mm -hmm. It's one of the oh. key cards in my saltiest deck. <laughs> I love I love that card. Yeah. Uh this next one is the point kind of, of the deck. The point of the deck, yeah. This is a Mirror of Fate, 5 generic for an artifact. You can tap to sacrifice Mirror of Fate, choose up to 7 face up exiled cards you own. Uh exile all the cards from your library then put the chosen cards on top of your library. This is colorless doomsday. So you um, still you need to be able to exile your library first and then you sack the Mirror of Fate to get what you want back. Yeah, there's, there's ways of doing that, and there's also ways of just, like, searching out things from your library, just exiling those right away. Yeah. I like that. That's pretty cool. So mm -hmm. that's say yeah. Seven face-up exiled cards you own. I like it. You've yeah. got Moon Silver Key, which is another card I think was just an amazing print of the year. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, a two-mana artifact that has one and a tap. Sack it, search your library for an artifact with a mana ability or a basic land reveal it, put it in your hand and shuffle. I really, really like that card. Yeah. Again, to fetch Pillar Power. <laughs> yep. Everything fetches Pillapala when you play competitive. 
Um, next, we have Mystic Forge. It's four for an artifact. You can look at the top card of your library at any time. You may cast the top card of your library if it's an artifact card or a colorless non-land card, or you can tap and pay one. Well, I guess you don't, or it's still the same thing. You can pay uh, tap and pay one life, exile the top card of your library. Yeah, the Forge is awesome. Yeah. Oh, and exiling it, you can go and... I like that. Yeah. Um, next one is... I feel like it's one that Zach's not going to like. Uh, Soul Guide Lantern. One for an artifact. When Soul Guide Lantern enters the battlefield, exile target card from a graveyard. Uh, you can tap and sack it to exile each opponent's graveyard, and you can tap and tap one and tap it and sack it to draw a card. That's got a lot of utility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have the Zoom Zoom Boots. <laughs> we love the Zoom Zoom Boots. Yeah, Swift Foot 2. Uh, two mana, equip creature as Hexproof and Haste. Equip one. Yeah. So before we get into the the exile section, which is kind of the the big one, um, just gonna rifle through some of the lands real quick. Uh, so first one, Academy of Ruins. Uh, you can tap it for colorless. Tap one in blue and tap it. Put target artifact card from your graveyard on top of your library. Uh, buried ruin. Tap it for colorless. Tap two and tap it. Sack it. Uh, return target artifact card from your graveyard to your hand. Uh, Cephalid Coliseum. Tap it for blue, and it deals one damage, and it's got Threshold, so you can tap blue and tap it to sacrifice it. Target player draws three and discards three. Um, Darksteel Citadel, Artifact Land, add Colorless. Um, Mystic Sanctuary, um, enters the battlefield tap unless you control three or more other islands. When it enters the battlefield untapped, you may put target instant or sorcery from your graveyard on top of your library. And see to the sign on Artifact Land, tap for blue. And also we have 25 islands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so this this deck runs thirty one lands, thirty two if you include the flip card. Oof. It's light. It's light. Yeah. Now you want to do your yeah, your bread and butter yeah. section? Absolutely. Um Dan, why don't you why don't you start us off with this one? Yeah, really like this card. yeah, I love this card and everything, especially in Hanada, but Curse of the Swine, <laughs> X double blue. Exile X target creatures for each creature exiled this way. Controller gets a 2-2 green boar creature token. Solid card. Nice. Yeah. This is one you can kind of uh, pick and choose. Like, if you get your something out and you just kind of want to pitch it for later, you can exile one of your things as well, bring it back. I like this next one, too, a lot. I actually want to take this one, too. Very old card, and I love seeing old, unplayed cards. Uh, Therese Nielsen art. I just, I like all her artwork. Uh, Mm -hmm. Foresight, one and a blue Search your library for any three cards and remove them from the game. Shuffle your library afterwards, and you draw a card at the beginning of the next turn's upkeep. That's awesome for what you're doing in this deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very cool. Because they're, they're safe in exile. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like that. All right, Salta, you got to take this one. I will. This next one is uh, Leveler. Five mana for a 10-10 <laughs> artifact creature. When it comes into play, remove your library from the game. <laughs> this is not... In the Beamtown Bullies list. Wink, wink. I was going to say, I, just, I, I don't believe you, Dan. It, it, may, it may possibly be in the Beamtown Bullies list. <sighs> may possibly. Oh, man, I love that deck so much. <laughs> All right. Next, we have Manipulate Fate. It's one in a blue for a sorcery. You search your library for three cards, remove them from the game, then shuffle your library, and you get to draw a card. Ah, so it's, it's basically Foresight. Yeah. But instead that's of drawing awesome. the next turns, I'll keep the draw right away. Yeah, that's awesome. I yeah. love utility cards like that. Again, another card you don't see. I've never seen someone run this one. Search the library for any three cards, remove them from the game, then shuffle your library. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I like this next one a lot, too. Misdirection. It's three double blue for an instant. You may exile a blue card from your hand rather than play, pay Misdirection's mana cost, and you change the target, of, uh, target spell with a single target. Also super, super awesome. I, I've played this card a lot, actually. Yeah, I like this one. It's just silly. I also really like Raven Form. Two and a blue. Sorcery, exile target, artifact, or creature. Its controller creates a 1-1 blue bird creature with flying, and it has foretell one blue. So during your turn, you can pay two, exile it from your hand, face down, cast it later uh, on a later turn for its foretell cost. Yeah, what's well, not to I, like? This, the I, sword's turned into a bird. I wish there was more foretell support. Like, I really... ran are such a fun deck, and... It, it functions really well as an exile theme deck, but like Fortel was just such a good card, and Dream Devourer should have been blue. Mm. I liked it in black. Yeah, well, obviously you liked it in black. <laughs> well, obviously, black didn't get a lot of Fortel love. Yeah, I know. That's why it didn't make sense to put the best Fortel card in black. 
Well, yeah, because I made everything foretell in black. I know. So they only need one card for one slot. That's all they need? It makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah. This next card, too, annoys me very, very much. Slothy, you want to take yeah. this one? Yeah, I do. Uh, reality shift. One in a blue, instant. Exile target creatures, control manifest, stop card in the library. I hate this card. <laughs> it's like, especially because, like, when you play like in like a higher power stuff, there's so many things that tutor to the top of a library of like, oh, worldly tutor, blah, blah, blah. You put what you want on top and then you just manifest it as a 2 2. Oh, oh, it makes me mad. It's a great card. Then, I was going to say, then it's a good card. Yeah. I'll <laughs> Mystic Tutor. Yeah. Well, you'll Mystic Tutor to a 2 2. Ah, uh, you really wanted that, that little, little guy, didn't you? <laughs> this uh, is really cool artwork. Mm hmm. I I'm going to take it because it's cool artwork. It's Resculpt. It's one in a blue for an instant. You exile target artifact or creature. Its controller cr uh, creates a 4-4 blue and red elemental creature token. Solid instant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's actually one I haven't seen much, really. Like, I know we went over Strixhaven lots, but that's really cool. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of, like, sleeper cards from Strixhaven. I uh well, I think a lot of things people don't think about, which is something I'm really bad at, I'm really bad about, but I've recently since I've been playing more competitively, I've been like getting into the habit of thinking about like you see something staple like well, you're going to exile an artifact or a creature and then that person gets a 4/4. Four, four. When you think about it, like a 4/4 four, four is large in comparison, but you're giving them a vanilla 4/4 four, four and getting rid of like their their you know, best creature their, or their yeah, exactly. Yeah, some people don't I think sometimes because I was I am very bad about that. And like I said, until I've been playing competitively recently, I haven't really thought about it. Like, yeah, I'd rather deal with a vanilla creature because it's probably going to be easier to deal with, even if it's larger than this creature that has evasion or has like this really broken ability or is just very strong in general. So that's probably why we don't see stuff like this as often as we really should. We're we're mm -hmm. like right near the end of your list. But I, I have to say, like, I love your card selection for this. Like, it's very fun. You've got like I'll, I'll I'll save my thoughts at the end. You can you can finish the last one because it's another cool one. Sure. So the final card in this deck is uh, Selective Memory, three and a blue for a sorcery searcher library for any number of non-land cards and exile them and then shuffle your library. <laughs> and any number you can just take your entire library and get rid of it. That's silly. Except for except for your lands. Yeah, and you're trying to leveler anyways. So you've got yeah. so much. I, I feel like now that we've gone through the list before I give my other thoughts there. Arkham Dagsum does so much in this list. Yes. So much. You have so much fodder to sack and get whatever you want out. The moment you have your exile thing on board, you're almost guaranteed to be able to, in response to the exile, fetch out your mirror of fate that you want. Yep. Like, I, I really, really like this, uh, really, really like this, like, whole setup. Like, Arkham being used this way is really really cool it's uh, again you've got so many like unique cards that you don't see and especially for like a higher power and like fairly competitive ish deck because e even if you weren't trying to infinite out the table there's lots of like other ways to play this deck that could be solid but you've got some great infinite combos you've got some great protection and you like it's a 160 dollar deck yeah like that's that's what I like so much about this is like it seems like a a very very good like intro high power deck. The cost is amazing and it looks so fun to play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is one um, we were talking last week. I was asking if you had any suggestions for it, but I did want to keep it under two hundred dollars. Yeah, which very happy that I did because this is one that I want to take to uh, to the event that we're going to. Yeah, the, the two headed months. giant stuff. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> the um, yeah, the two out of giants so fun to play, but yeah, like I, I think that this is just like such a cool way. I like, I like you win stuff because then you don't have to. A lot of times, like playing, you've got a like threat assessment of like, okay, well, like if Zach's running a pillow fort and I don't have much enchantment removal, I can't really get around this, or blah 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 has hex proof, or blah 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 has Teferi's protection, yada yada yada. It's it's just nice to be able to be like no. That's his oracle. I win. Yeah, exactly. I really, and, really like that. Yeah. Uh, one thing, kind of like with the infinite combos, I didn't want to have like too, too many tutors because I didn't want this deck to just be over the top. Well, I think um, your commander is like a fun tutor. Yeah. 
Yeah, but like for like if you're going for like Grand Architect and Pillapala, Blue Sun, you can get rid of those with Manipulate Fate and bring them back and just have those ones because with Mirror of Fate it's up to. Oh, I didn't cards. even yeah, I didn't even see the up to. I thought you had to bring seven. You can just bring. Yeah. You could literally just bring one, draw Thassa's Oracle, and win. Yes, I like that. Um, yeah, like when I was play testing it, it kind of seemed that I was either going for like the Thassa's Oracle, Lab Jace, uh, Lab Man, stuff like that, or I was going for Blue Suns, Pillapala, Grand Architect. Well, one thing that I like about this, like I said, like um, you, you obviously you could speed it up if you increased your budget like you could throw in mana crypts mana like vaults yeah all of that kind of stuff like your lotus petals your blah 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 force of will instead of a foil but like i just like i like this list this is like a fun high power list like this can sit down like obviously it might not beat like your like your ad nauseum but you have a lot of like Mm -hmm. a lot of counter spell like i think it's just a really really cool card it's got lots of disruption I, i like this deck a lot I appreciate that. I like the toolbox aspect. Um, It reminds me a lot of um, Tashar, which is also another huge artifact deck, but it's in white. And um, it has the same kind of toolbox mentality, but in a different vein. Like you're still using artifacts as like your your acceleration right but ultimately like you're doing you're not you're not necessarily winning with artifacts you're winning because of artifacts right like because you're doing this cool exile your stuff away so that it can't be dealt with it's setting there until you're ready to go off which is a very unique take on i think an artifact based commander right i would expect to see this be more of like you're winning because of pillow because of grand architect that kind of stuff but the fact that you could win because of leveler and das's oracle or you know lab man whatever the line may be it's still interesting um i if i lost that way i would just be like oh okay that's cool can you like break it down and show me that again because like that's interesting right you could also like yeah. really really fast with this deck like if you were to do like a basalt model rings of bright hearth oh absolutely that gives you your infinite mana really really fast for things like and you could like put more like a goblin charl belch or something like that in it and just like cycle through this lets you fetch up so many win cons so easily at a very good budget like we had spoken about and i'm just curious here because we typically we kind of gotten away from doing this but your average cmc is 2.78 so like you're not going to be hurting to do multiple things a turn no and that, that's kind of why i went down to the 31 lands mm-hmm. um just because with your more expensive spells like um like mirror of fate you're not paying five for that you're tutoring it out right well yeah yeah just looking back to what the one of the ones that i was talking about the goblin charl belcher mm-hmm. it's uh if you're unfamiliar with that one it's re- re- uh, three in a tap so it's four mana for an artifact three in a tap reveal cards from your library until you reveal a land it deals damage equal to the number of non-land revealed this way if the revealed card's a mountain it deals double that damage put the revealed cards in the bottom in any order so like it is nice to like fate seal your deck at the bottom but if you just have infinite mana you can just kill everyone with it by leaving one mana in the deck yeah i uh i think that you've got like a lot of really really cool things in it like i this this is a deck that i'd be interested in building and like having as just like a fun pull out for like a little bit of a higher tier game like where people are playing kind of combos where people are trying to combo off and trying to protect it like this is this is a list that i would i would play and add to my collection for sure nice. i uh I, I like both your and zach's like brew styles like they're both so uniquely different than mine and they like seem so like fun to play a lot of what you guys like build is just fun looking like the Kerador Yamori and stuff like so much toolbox in it. It's just fun. I, I like fun, creative builds. And I think that's what you've done with this. I am the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, What yeah. would you say before we head out here? What like what do you think the weakness of this deck is? Um, The weakness I feel is probably that people are going to be well, people know what Arkham Dengson can do. Um, and as soon as they understand, like, oh, he's... Like, Mirror of Fate's not really a popular card, but if people know kind of what's going on, they're just going to continually target Arkham so you can't tutor that out. Mm-hmm. Um, there, yeah, are two, there are three cards that come to mind to me that I think shut this deck down. 
Mm. Nalrod, Collector yeah. Oof, and Stony Silence. Absolutely. But you do run you run the Pongify, so you can deal with the with Collector Oof. You could if they Nalrod you, you, you could Arkham Dax and them. <laughs> so that's kind of funny. And Stony Silence will be, the, I think, the hardest thing for you to deal with if you don't have a um, counter spell. But you could blink of an eye it. So, or you, yeah, you could blink of an eye it. So, well, this I, I think. Go ahead, sorry. But I think you could out you could outpace that stuff by the time people realize what's going on. I think it's going to be too late. Yeah, another really easy fun line you could do in this is you've got so much ability to fetch your artifacts, like so much improvise. That like you mm-hmm. could really really easily do like a uh, if someone was to have shut it down in the one way you'd be able to tutor out really easy uh, Aetherflux Reservoir a Cloudstone Curio and just bounce your zero cost artifacts and be like infinite life kill you both yeah that's true I love combos love them I I think that this is like yeah like I think Arkham has a like I might build a competitive ish Arkham like my own high powered version because. I mm-hmm. never even thought of his like tutor ability in that sense. I just always like put it in like uh Vile Smasher and Silas or like uh Brutaclad. Like it it's in those decks for me. Yeah. And it's usually to go get Darksteel Forge. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. That's like the whole point of it every time I've only ever used this card to fetch Darksteel Forge, I believe. So nice. it's it's cool that you have so much more utility than just get this one card and only this one card ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i i, I play godo cdh i do enough of that that's fair yeah you you know the one <laughs> card you're looking for already yeah 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 this is like i said this is a very cool list like i i think it's very fun what what do you think zach would you play this one before we head out here yeah for sure i think it's a lot of fun um like i said it, it follows that toolbox aspect that i like i would it makes me feel weird to exile stuff but it's for the greater good so yeah, I think you did good, Salty. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, we'll we'll end it off there, Zach. You want to let everyone know where they can find our stuff? Slothy, love the deck, and Zach, take it away. Sure. So, thank you for making it to the end of the episode. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to find more content from us, you can go to instant99.com. That's your one-stop shop for all things Instant99, whether that be previous episodes, YouTube content, uh, wonderful articles by our different content creators in our group, or even the link to our um, Discord. You can even find merch there if you really want to start repping us in public. Um, and as always, you can visit um, at thisproxyshop.com. Use our promo code IT99 to get 10% off your first order. If these quality cards on here, you want to get proxied into something. Um, that's all I got for you guys. So uh, have a good day. Thanks for listening. Peace.